Hey, welcome back, listener, to our To Be Continued episode. Hi, guys. We left off last episode with, I believe, 10 more images from Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to cover a topic uh, once we're done with those. And if Marissa thinks up an icebreaker or something, we can definitely do that, too. Okay. So, so yeah, let's pick up with Dolly. Where we left off, it was a bride and groom, and the groom had a severed hand. <laughs> no blood, either. <laughs> yeah, just like a totally clean sweep. Oh, this oh. is this is unholy oh. matrimony. <laughs> this oh, these are perverted clip art people. <laughs> the guy is fine, but the lady has one eye and a mouth that looks insane. She's throwing two rings into the air, and there is text at the top that says "Wittenag" <laughs> and. Moonlit the the thing, <laughs> and yeah, these both perverted clip art people <laughs> are screaming in shock. That one upsets me, but um, I like that one probably the best so far. And he's got a he's got a little cocktail. Yeah, a little glass of champagne. Okay, this for some is- reason we ended up with animated or like illustrated ones in this one instead of people from the Middle East, or I yeah. guess from the Far East. <laughs> so this is a bride and a groom. The bride is holding a cocktail, and she looks like Wallace and... Like, no, not Wallace and Gromit. She looks like a Muppet, and she's holding, like, a scroll of nonsense. Or is she? Or, I'm sorry, one of her <laughs> hands is falling over her, oh, over her arm. And the guy looks like Beaker. Yeah. But he looks dead. And, and his tuxedo turns into a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's weird. Ugh. <laughs> okay, this is just a man and a woman holding something that I don't want Pete to zoom in on, and I don't want to talk about this one past. Okay, close your eyes then. Okay. It's not anything. Oh. It looks like nothing, really. You know what? Some of his dolly shit yeah. triggers my... A lot of things make me nauseous. It doesn't make me nauseous like shit, but it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Like the way like my my trick of whatever whatever phobia uh, makes me feel uncomfortable. It, it gives me a, a comparable feeling as that. Okay. <laughs> this is a a bride and a groom. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, a bride and a groom, and a groomsman behind them holding a white. It looks like it could be a baby toilet seat. <laughs> yeah, it does. Baby toilet seat. And the bride has fucked up hands. And... They, see, they're just getting too abstract. I don't know how to describe them. <laughs> Feel free to jump in if you want. Oh, look at that <laughs> pin. Oh, see, those hands make me nauseous. <laughs> oh, I wanted to zoom in on the hands. Not because of the hands. I mean, I'm not. I'm looking away. Feel free, guys. If you want to like feel really uncomfortable with a bunch of, of like, really discomforting hand deformities, really use Dolly. Basically, every single picture has a hand deformity. Oh no! Oh, oh, God, okay. Brad they truly were were bonded in this ceremony. <laughs> Brian and a groom, it looks like they share one of their hands. 
It looks like the lady's face is melting. The guy's eyes are cross-eyed, and they're both wearing a veil. I want to know why these pins keep ending up on everybody's oh, jacket. Dolly's fucked up. Guys, I don't even believe in Loeb anymore. I just believe <laughs> that everything on Dolly is cursed. Okay, we are back with a bride and a groom and a bride with a headscarf. <laughs> and they're holding donuts, and the bride is holding oven mitts. <laughs> and the guy, I can't tell where his hair ends. And his hat begins. Oh, he's also wearing donut holes on his lapel. Yeah, and don't miss this. Ooh. Oh, guys, <laughs> I think Lobe got into our image. <laughs> oh, no. What do you call those things again? What? There's like a floral archway. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's Lobe uh, is in the archway. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. Another bride and groom. The bride has a headscarf. They're holding donuts in front of their face. Is this holy matrimony or unholy matrimony? I forget. Unholy matrimony with donuts wedding portrait. (laughs) She's missing a finger. And the guy's mustache looks bonkers. The guy's mustache is caressing the edge of the donuts. (laughs) Yeah, good way to put it. (laughs) This is probably the best one we've ever seen. <laughs> Fine. It's not pervert, per, a perversion of nature. It's little like claymation bride and groom. Uh, the bride has a headscarf again. There are donuts in the background. It looks like a real party situation, y'all. This is my favorite one. There are no like... Okay, the hands are still fucked up somehow. <laughs> but uh, overall, I it's thought not these were, upsetting. I thought they were eggheads. Oh. Oh, they could be eggheads. I just... Maybe I'm working too much. But they definitely don't need eyebrows. (laughs) Yeah, because the eyebrows of the woman are so small that it looks like she has four eyes. Yeah. Like a a spider with extra eyes. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a bride and groom. It looks like they have, like, garlic wreaths behind them. The bride looks fucked off. (laughs) Like, Like a lady with bright lipstick kissed her all over her own face or she like did her lipstick so fucked and it got all over her face she just looks kind of deformed and they both have really ugly donuts in their hand oh how many more of these I opened that one twice so this must be our did we do this already no this one's pretty simple this is much this is like where we started the crap bride and groom holding straight up donuts this is the tamest one we've seen yeah so you told me one of them uh, disturbed Mike Venus? Yes. Ooh, I'm going to say it's either the one where their hands are merged. Yeah, or the one with the lady who has a young collarbone and old arms. Yeah. Ooh, keep show. No, that one's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it's one of those. Yeah, I think you're right. So does he tell us? No. Oh, guys. <laughs> Like, you know, can you please call back and tell us which one disturbed you or email us back? I want to know. Yeah, that's fun. Thank you. No problem, Marissa. So from here, we go to an icebreaker, right? Sure. Icebreaker. You could have a Thanksgiving where people made any food in the world you'd want. What would you want in your Thanksgiving? Not all of it. Just give me one piece of food. 
is this for dinner or dessert? You can choose. I guess I should go with dinner. That's going to be harder. You can go whatever you want. I want a sheet cake in the shape of a cornucopia. Really? You don't even want it to be an ice cream cake? Nope. Not anymore, Marissa. You really like Thanksgiving. Life is hard. (laughs) I just want pizza and for no one to bring a turkey within my presence. That's all I want. I want no other food but a pizza. I want us to say, it's not Thanksgiving anymore. I asked Aaron what we're going to do with his family who are coming for Thanksgiving. And I said, what do they do? And he goes, we just watch football. And I was like, not your mom, too. And he's like, yeah, my mom just, she does. And I was like, yeah, but it's just because there's only men in your house and she has nothing else to do. And he's like, no, we're just all going to watch football. Guys, I'm going to eat a turkey and we're all going to watch football. Can you kill me now? Well, Marissa, funny you should bring that up. I might have a solution for you. Killing me? (laughs) While Marissa covered... The horrors of pickleball. I wanted to cover a twist on an old sport. I really covered the horrors. <laughs> I also wrote this before I listened to you. I like that. Okay. What did you think I was going to say? That like the mob was tied into it? No, just that I guess I was more thinking hor- the, the horribleness of, <laughs> of just sports. This Thanksgiving, after a big meal and with a full belly, Suggest to your family, hey, this NFL stuff is pretty tired. I mean, it's his family, not my family. Let's watch some women's tackle football. That's a thing? I'm I'm sorry. Is it like one of those where they're dressed scantily clad or are they really dressed? What? That doesn't exist, your family will say. And you will say, bring up Tubi and let's do this. (laughs) I'm sorry. Are they scantily clad or wearing real football stuff? These are padded tackle football games. They're not like wearing bikinis? No. Oh, that's awesome. In, In fact, I thought on Tubi? I thought that you wouldn't bring that up, so I saved that for the end. But Oh, sorry. Free streaming app Tubi has live channels, and one of them is the Women's Sports Network. You can also find it at womenssports.com. Is that where they just play women's sports that no one wants to watch generally? You know, that wasn't a, that wasn't a <laughs> knock on the women. There was a knock on people not giving women sports credit. They that have. <laughs> yeah, that was. I feel I feel offensive women. saying this next part, which is they have women playing golf, women playing soccer, women playing skateboards, yeah. women playing everything. <laughs> yeah, like that. That's a nice idea, but somehow it seems condescending. So I turn on the channel one day and I see these padded people playing football and I thought, wait, that doesn't belong on the Women's Sports Network. <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life. If anyone is in charge of programming at this station, this, I guess, channel, uh, they will have the WFA on all day. WFA stands for Women's Football Alliance, which started in 2009 from the ashes of the NWFA the National Women's Football Association. Wow. In researching this, I discovered that women are always going to be just a little bit behind because they have to work a W into everything. 
<laughs> and W has so many sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It began its inaugural season with how many many how many teams do you think, Marissa? Five. Thirty six teams. What? Many how of the teams. <laughs> Many of the teams were already established teams from other leagues, such as the Women's Professional Football League, the Independent Women's Football League, and the National Women's Football Association. I hope you're going to be able to tell me whether or not these women make any money that they can do anything with. Marissa, I really want to know that. Who do you think I'm talking to? I know, I know I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, other teams began their first season with the WFA. Basically, they took the cream of the crop out of all these small leagues, smashed it into one league, and they had 36 teams. By comparison, the NFL has 32 teams. Wow. <laughs> Explain that to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, so what is, what is this called again? I want to look at these people. The WFA or something? Yes. The- don't, bo- don't look up teams, though. I, I no, had a game for you. Oh, okay. I won't look up any. Okay, okay. Um, to pull most of the research from Wikipedia, the first season of play in the WFA ended with a championship game, which was played in the rebuilding post-Katrina city of New Orleans, Louisiana, and it was okay. hosted by the New Orleans Blaze. Who is that? Huh? Who are they? Oh, that's a WFA team. Oh, oh, okay. I, I don't. They hosted the game, but the game was actually between the St. Louis Slam and the West Michigan Mayhem. Mm, okay. Now, you know that, they right? They sound like the names of roller derby teams. Yeah, and and you know that they do that with the Super Bowl too, right? What? Like they pick a place that's sunny and nice to have the Super Bowl. Like you're never going to have the Super Bowl in. Nope, you give me too much credit to know that. It's not like one of the teams are from the stadium that they're playing in. I definitely thought that's how it was. Yeah. St. Louis became the first WFA national champions with a final game score of 21 to 14. All right. Additionally, there was an international game played between the Aguilas, Regais. I know Regais is wrong. R-E-G-I-A-S. And they are Mexican. And what's the first word? Aguilas? Yeah. A-G-U-I-L-A-S. Oh, God, I'm embarrassed. I don't know how to pronounce this. Aguilas, Aguilas, Regias. I'm not going to. Nope, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Of Monterey, Mexico. <laughs> yeah. And the hosting team, the New Orleans Blaze. The Blaze won this game 12 to nothing. I'm sorry. Mexico, like the country? Yeah. This is an international league? I don't know if they're part of the same league. Oh. Or if they... You know how, like, we have some baseball teams in Canada? No, I don't know that. Oh, Marissa. That's assuming I know this. You know how we have some basketball teams in Canada? Tor- no! Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors. I forgot they existed. <laughs> yes, I did actually know that they exist. So I jumped ahead a bit. In 20, when it felt like it got exciting. <laughs> okay. In 2016, the WFA executives launched a new tiered league structure consisting of three divisions, similar to that of NCAA football. The league oh. opened the season with 43 teams. That's crazy. 11 in Division One, 
16 in Division 2 and 16 in Division 3. All right. The WFA also announced the W Bowl as their brand uh, for the WFA National Championship game. That does not fight up the tongue. <laughs> Sorry. It is. It's the curse of this W. Yeah. But if they, you called it the G Bowl, I'd be like, hell yeah, G. Yeah, <laughs> but you NFL, can't call it the girls' bowl. <laughs> but the NFL doesn't call it the end bowl. Like, yeah, that's true. Just, or the dude bowl. Like, they should just make it something totally out, like the, the awesome bowl. Not that, but you know what I mean. Maybe the X Bowl? Because yeah, that's, that's coming up later. Oh, okay. <laughs> With a 28-26 to 26 victory over the Dallas Elite, the DC Divas... Won the inaugural W Bowl, (laughs) and their second national championship in as many years. The St. Louis Slams downed the Tampa Bay Inferno thirty-eight to seven to claim the Division Two championship. All right. The Acadiana Zydeco defeated the Richmond Black Widows twenty to eighteen. Okay. The division in the Division Three title game. All three games were played at Joe P. Michaela Stadium in Imperial, Pennsylvania. Okay. I don't know where that is. Me neither. Allison Cahill of the Boston Renegades reached a new milestone, also in 2016, in the sport by becoming the first quarterback to attain 100 victories playing exclusively in women's football leagues. All right. So, now I'm ready for you, Marissa. Okay. Those of you who are jaded out there might be thinking, that's great, but what do they get paid? (laughs) Yeah, I definitely want to know that. Well, Marissa, I'm sorry to tell you that Women's Football Alliance players at a certain point had to pay to play. (laughs) What? Pete? Up to $2,000 in some cases a season. That is why... (laughs) And here's the thing, Marissa. If what you think, they gain from that? If you think about it, there's a lot of things that go into this, right? Marissa, what's one of the safest sports of all time? Safest sports? Like golf? Like, not football. Yeah. Um, we've seen Will Smith pretend he's African, right? What? In that movie. <laughs> what movie? Where the football players have the concussions... Anyway, that's why <laughs> that's why Santia Dex signing, even by an untested league and with the exact amount that she's being paid not disclosed, made heads turn. I love this, Marissa. I'm going to tell you who said it, and then I'm going to say the quote, and then okay. I'm going to say who said it again, because I think she deserves this attention. This is okay. from Shelly Zalis, founder of The Female Quotient, a company pushing gender equality in the workspace. Okay. Of this woman, Santia Deck, signing with a, a team in the WFA, which people don't do because they don't get paid most of the time. Of that, this woman said, this was a momentous moment in history. <laughs> <laughs> Says Shelley Zalis, founder of the Female Quotient. Wait, what? Okay. Oh, Female Quotient is... is- is a company and yeah a company pushing gender equality in the workspace well that's nice lupe rose who co-founded the wfla and owns the los angeles flames was scouting deck and got her attention by telling her 
She wanted to close the pay the pay gap and empower women. But I'm sorry, there's currently like, like, it's so different. There's not even a gap. It's like there's pay versus no pay almost. Well, see, she they're trying to sort of get that up. I mean, it's I mean, what the fuck, Kyler Murray, who sucks, who's on my fantasy football team, got paid like what thirty one million dollars this year, and he fucking blows. Like, and this woman is called the queen of abs on instagram that's not her handle that's what people call her i mean a god i would hope not um but she says we're not getting paid pennies we're getting paid enough to be financially free we're playing in stadiums we're not playing at high schools or at some random park in the middle of nowhere wait i'm sorry they're getting paid but then they also pay here's the thing there are divisions and so this woman would be playing at division one where you can get sponsors they have a TV deal with some some channels, and a couple of games end up on ESPN. Uh, so in those situations, you can make money. If, but okay. if you're a Division Three team, chances are you're not. Sounds like an MLM this year, Division Three. The league will launch a May to August season next year, taking advantage of the men's football offseason. Among the franchise owners is... Who... Any guesses? Um, is it a football player? No. Rapper. P. Diddy. Ja Rule. <laughs> oh, God, Ja Rule. <laughs> who owns a stake in the New York Stars. And this took place after his fated scamming of the Fire Festival. <laughs> yeah. That's, wow, what a pivot, man. <laughs> of course, this is all to say that this is not to be confused with the Legend Football League, which also started in 2009. And was called the Lingerie Football League and the Extreme Football League, a.k.a. X-League. Yeah, okay. I did know about the Lingerie Football League, which, like, whatever. The initial uniforms. Now, we're moving from, I can't remember if this was in a video. Maybe it's in a quote that I have later. But if you're playing football and it's women's, like, women-only football. Uh Uh-huh. And you're playing in the Lingerie Football League. Yeah. You're probably not getting big, hefty ladies to work the line. No. And so with the Padded Football League, not only do you get to wear more pads, which is great, but different people with different body types can play in different positions and be better equipped to handle those positions because of the way that they're built, the way that they train, everything like that. So you mean like people who actually know how to play football can play? Cause right. Like, do the people in the lingerie league actually know how to play football? How dare you? I mean, because you can't tackle people without like a bunch of padding. We have tits. <laughs> the initial uniforms for the lingerie football league actually consisted of shoulder pads, elbow pads, knee pads, performance wear, and ice hockey style helmets with clear plastic visors in lieu of face masks. Oh. The original uniforms of the Lingerie Football League, though, ended up consisting of an athletic bra, (laughs) underwear that were more revealing than protective, as well as added lace, ribbons, and garters as decoration. Oh, God. While these these uniforms were routinely criticized by media, players' reactions were typically mixed on the use of the uniforms, comparing the similarities in coverage to track and field uniforms or beach volleyball bikinis. Oh, all right. I mean, if they don't mind. 
other players were quoted as viewing the uniforms as a necessary evil, with one saying, maybe one day girls won't have to wear lingerie to get people interested in women's football. Aw, that's sad. I mean, I don't like it. You'd rather wear full clothing. I have yeah. a bunch of scrapes on me. <laughs> yeah. The league okay. was accused in its early years of fining players for wearing too many clothes. Are you fucking kidding me? As well as not paying medical bills for injured players. I mean, I'm sure only men were involved. However, the league responded by claiming that the fines were given because the equipment that was worn was in direct conflict with the league's sponsored gear. Yeah, I bet. I bet. That's easy to believe. So that brings up the idea of healthcare, and I think that might have something to do with the $2,000. Okay. That if you're going to play in one of these leagues and you want to be covered, you know, maybe there's like a specific policy that you get through the, the organization or something like that. Okay. So, uh, while you criticized lingerie football, mm -hmm. some of the players in lingerie football are experienced rugby players. Oh, I mean, that's cool. And so, yeah, it's a little different. I just thought they were like Victoria's Secret models that they paid to do that. Right. And in America, they might be. But, but in other countries, they're not? If you go to Australia, no, you have these gigantic tan women who look like they could totally beat you up. <laughs> but they're still in lingerie? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I found only one person who was willing to come out, which, you know, I don't think she even thought of it this way. But, but I found one person who commented on the difference between the lingerie football league and the padded football league. Okay. Um, she begins by saying, football is like a mistress to me, but rugby is my wife. Just so we have a clear idea of where she's coming from. Okay. I, I, I also differences. Really? So that doesn't mean much to me, but fair enough. What are you talking? Oh, wait. What do you not know the difference between? Between football and rugby? Oh, yeah. Different rules. Different ball. Oh. Okay. Okay. So some of this I, this definitely came from an email and the writer did not edit whatsoever so hang in there with me guys she says my oilers team was the closest to an lfl team we were compensated and the girls had to have a certain look to make the team we also yes. signed a contract that talked about our weight and other things of that nature oh fuck that basically no uglies or fatties allowed holy shit obviously worded differently but i'm sure you understand what i'm saying yeah, whoa. Which translates into having similarly built women all playing different positions, when in football, different body types excel at different positions. It's kind of tough, but that's the marketing part of it. Huh. Fascinating. Then Bad. she says of her time in, I guess, more padded football, the lead up to this paragraph is that she was in a championship game, and again, the championship game might not be in the town that you live in. Yeah. Players had to figure out how they were traveling to the game. Gas, hotels, all that what stuff. What the fuck? They don't just take care of that? They also had to secure a $1,000 sponsorship to play anyway. What the fuck? So I hate everything <laughs> about this. Most people just pay out of pocket. Probably 15% of the girls or less actually have found avenues that they get money donated to them. Yeah. Um, but if you play on a lingerie-style team... Everything is paid for. We always had team buses, per diems for food, and at the end of game, someone would give you a hundred, a couple hundred dollars. 
Oh, gosh, that's so sad. But you know what? All right. I now no longer judge the lingerie ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes me sad. So, Marissa, I just wanted to play a quick game with you. Okay. We've learned about two football leagues. Tell me what they are. The lingerie? I'm just just kidding. (laughs) One is the Women's Football Alliance, a full-contact padded women's football league. Mm Mm-hmm. How much of contact is that lingerie one? You'd have to watch a video, and I was—I didn't feel right watching a video. No, no, no. We don't need to watch a video. I just mean, but it's not considered full contact, right? I don't think so. But again, okay. you can—you can get hit and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So the other is the Legends Football League, mm-hmm. and that is the lingerie football league. So I'm going to give you a team, and then you have to guess if they're from the WFA or the LFL. Okay. You have no frame of reference except just blind luck on this, okay? So I'm sorry, LFL or NWA? Wait. WFA. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. The Okay, I'll give you one that we already talked about. See if you get it right. The DC Divas. The WFA. Yes. The Pittsburgh Passion. The lingerie. No. Oh, ew. The Chicago Blitz. The WFA. No. Oh, interesting. The Dallas Elite Mustangs. (laughs) That's stupid. The WFA. Yeah. Okay. The Seattle Thunder. The lingerie. Yep. The... Let me get a couple of good ones in here before we're done here. The Minnesota Vixen. The lingerie. No. Interesting. The Atlanta Steam. Ew. The lingerie? Yes. yes. Ew. (laughs) The Detroit Venom. The WFA. I want to mention this one just because it goes back to what we were talking about with Alex months ago, probably, about the WNBA teams. Okay. The Houston Energy. (laughs) That's a bad name. Uh, WFA? Yep. Okay. But for some reason, the Kansas City Force works for me. Yeah, that sounds way better. Oh, that's WFA? That is the LFL, and so is the Denver Rush. Interesting. Okay. So, Marissa. Yeah. Last episode, you talked about pickleball. At the end of the episode, you were like, yeah, I'll play pickleball. Yeah. Are you going to ask me if I'll play that or if I'll watch it? Would you play full contact <laughs> women's Absolutely football? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, but I would watch the padded one. Are you sure you wouldn't play? Full contact? No. I throw the football. Would you around. go would you go to a game and watch it? Sure, if they had sure. snacks in <laughs> If they, because the only way I watch football is if I can get a hot dog. If they have hot dogs, mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. Well, yeah. Marissa, you're in luck. Why? Because you have the Harrisburg Havoc. Really? Yes. Ooh, that <laughs> in fact, cool. Marissa, here is a thought that I have for you. What? The Harrisburg Havoc are accepting sponsors. Do you want me to sponsor them? And we could become a sponsor for as low as. $50. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Using our Patreon money, <laughs> we could go for the $200 package, which would guarantee us four tickets to a home game. 
Where, and a half page ad in the game day program. <laughs> I feel like the only way we could do that is if we brought listeners with us as part of those four tickets. I guess so. I'd, I'd say a Or we could go to two games. <laughs> uh, I think we have to support them. 100%. I think we have to. At least the 50. Will our names be on their jerseys? No, but it will land on the website and it'll land in the um, the game day program. Uh, yes, Pete. Yes. And if we were to work on the 500 or $1,000 level, we would actually have a an ad displayed on the home field. You know how like they Ooh! have them along the fences? Let me maybe I should go to a game and see how many people are there before we before we go crazy. Shit. We could definitely sponsor them. At the five hundred and one thousand dollar levels too you get at the one thousand you get five season passes. Alright. <laughs> at the five hundred you get two. So we're gonna be sponsoring the Harrisburg Havens or whatever specifically? Havoc. Okay, so we'll be sponsoring them specifically? Yes, and they are Division Three in oh, WFA. Okay. I'm sorry, we're not giving $1,000 to Division Three. <laughs> but do I support $50? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's ooh, fun. I'm going to see if I can get on that. That sounds pretty cool. Thanks for alerting me to that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take an interest in them. Thank you. You're I might welcome. need to learn how football is played. <laughs> it's uh, not worth it because even though it's women it's boring as shit <laughs> i know where do they play will there be hot dogs <laughs> <laughs> well you know if we give it the 500 or 1000 dollar level we can have an information booth and sell our own hot dogs Ooh, oh god that would be oh i just want hot dogs <laughs> oh yeah they are so far they are sponsored by Wash and go, an injury lawyer, a property seller. Um, I like so Big I, Mike the Hype Man because Mike. it's like he probably pays <laughs> so that he can work for them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they have a lot of sponsors. Yeah. In fact, I just found out that for $200, we could have sponsored James's daughter's soccer team. And I was like, what? why didn't you tell me about that? <laughs> I mean, what, what, would he be on the jerseys? I don't know. Guys, I just want to be on the news. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, but on this sponsorship website, there's not a link from the logos to their website. <laughs> That's a little annoying. It doesn't say that in the description. Okay, it just says can, recognition on the team's website. We can only give no them $50. No link back. <laughs> we could only give them $50. <laughs> so I hope that Tubi is playing women's football on Thanksgiving so that you can watch that. And, and uh, you know, it comes with all the regular hate that you have in women's sports. People yeah. sort of like, you know, picking on stuff and saying it's not good enough. But there were a couple of people on YouTube videos who said, you know, like, I really respect what they're doing. They're playing real football. Again, it's yeah. not like this lingerie league stuff um, where it's just eye candy and, and no substance. So Yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out, at least for a little bit. Like, maybe put it on the background. I'm not going to actively watch it, but... They had a bowl game on YouTube. And one of the nice things about YouTube now, I don't know if you've noticed this, Marissa, is that they have those little squiggly lines of activity. So you can see the parts where people watch the most. Oh, no, I did not see that. Yeah, so I was able to watch just the uh, interesting parts. (laughs) That's kind of cool. Okay. 
If you Kenny. had to name a women's football team. Um, the... Oh, that's right. we got to pick a town, too. Uh, the... You go first. The... The Philadelphia Phobias. <laughs> I was thinking of the LBL. The, the LDL? The L... I'm sorry, the LFL. I, for some reason, I kept putting Bs in instead of Fs. The uh, Toledo Tatas. <laughs> uh, the Wyoming Women. Nice. That is go. solid. I like that one. <laughs> Versus killing it on the icebreaker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> plugs. Pete, do you have any plugs? Even though we just recorded this back to back for another episode and you barely had a plug. I don't know, Marissa. Do you? When is this coming out? Oh. You know what? I'll plug the La Brea Purvea. By this point, okay, the season is over. But uh, the I'm sorry, the mid-season is over. But okay. I wanted to plug it because I wanted to tell you that I finally mustered up the courage to go and join the La Brea TV Reddit. Oh my God! How is that channel? Yeah, or I don't know. And subreddit. Subreddit. I don't know what I'm doing on there. I feel like an old person. Uh, and I you posted. Did you post your podcast? I posted my podcast today. Did anyone interact with that? People upvoted it, and one man wrote and said, I linked to the Spotify. Uh-huh. Uh, and one man said, I can't use Spotify. <laughs> I am incarcerated. Could you move your podcast to SoundCloud? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Pete, no matter what media you're putting out, <laughs> incarcerated people find a way to you. Yeah, yeah. So I sent, him, I sent him the website, hoping that maybe okay. he'll be able to play them through there. But I'm not going to move my entire podcast to, spot, to SoundCloud. That's interesting. Okay. I wonder how much internet time incarcerated people get. Yeah, he's had, he has a Peacock account. He has a streaming Peacock account in what? prison. I'm like, you have a TV? <laughs> wow. I don't how know. Do you know. How do you know that about him? Well, because he said so. Oh. A, could, you change your, could you move your whole podcast to Peacock? <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna, oh, I'm gonna plug myself, if you're in the Philadelphia area, I think I might have mentioned this, I will be vending and selling my pumpkin vessels and magic wands that I made, uh, at the Mary Mutter Emporium at the Mutter Museum on Sunday, December 11th. I think I kept saying the 12th, that is not a Sunday. Uh, yeah, so if you want to buy my shit in person, uh, come to Philly's. Uh, Mother Museum on December 11th. It's from 11 to 5. Uh, after if, if you fair, say, if you say, hey, I heard of this event on Y'all Heard, she'll give you a 10% discount. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I priced everything too low to begin with. Uh, she'll give right, you a guys. kiss on the cheek. Also, yes. no. <laughs> I am way more willing to give you a kiss on the cheek. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Stay safe and goodbye. And don't eat too much. I guess oh, leftovers. Call <laughs> us after... five seven zero oh, pod one one. Yes. And email us at y'all heard. Shout no. at y'all heard dot me. Slide us in my DMs at Riss Vandal. Reviews. Yay! Please review us. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.